Welcome to Time Played 3HR, a video game podcast where we play a video game normally for three hours and talk about it. My name is Lockie. My name is Louie, and this week, I haven't played three hours of Flight Simulator. This week, I've played Prince of Persia, Control, and Halo. Yeah. Lockie, what have you played? Uh, Some stuff. We couldn't get um, (laughs) Flight Simulator to work. So Fuck you then. <laughs> that's Let's good. go for a nice smooth intro. <laughs> that's good. I like that. Um, I couldn't get Flight Simulator to work on my PC. Uh, so it's a fruit salad episode. Or in this yeah, case... but it's fruit gummies. Fruit gummies. What's your favorite fruit gummy? Uh, I like the clear one. Very yummy. Controversial. Hey, Hi, man. Hey, man. Hi. Hello, Louie. Hi, Lucky. What's up? NM, NM. I'm. I've got a full belly. Had some pasta. Okay. Mm-hmm. I like what I'm hearing. I like. I like this opening. I like the uh, meal checkup. Mm-hmm. How about you? What was your meal? Uh, just some meat and some chips and some veg. Mm, a solid okay. meal. Yeah. That's mm. fine. And then I had mm. some peas in the pod. Uh, the ones that you pop open. I had a big Potted bowl of peas. those. Followed by an M&S chalky sponge dessert. Ho ho! That's just what I'm saying. That sounds good. Yeah, good meal. That sounds good. good meal. Tired though. Oof. Bit sleepy, really. Yeah, after that massive meal. <laughs> no, no, I, I can, I can. Well, you can handle it. I can handle it, but sometimes. How I big was this? The sponge. You say sponge cake? How big uh, was tiny. Cake? It was one of those microwave ones in the little pots. Oh right, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, just chuck it in one minute in the microwave and drop it into a bowl. I don't have a microwave. I haven't had a microwave since, uh, gosh, a long, long time now. Okay. Um, and sometimes I think like, do I need a microwave? And then I'm like, I really don't need a microwave. You really don't need a microwave. No, you see, I really, really strongly disagree with this. Um, well, I used to be on that side. I was like, God, what am I going to do? Like, I need to be able to heat my goddamn croissant really quickly, you know, but no, you don't. You don't because <laughs> it's a croissant and it can be heated really quickly in an oven. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Exactly. A lot of things, Louis, don't heat up quickly, like a croissant. Like what else? Give me an example. Okay, so you've got leftovers. Yeah. You um, can heat those up in an oven. Yeah, but it takes a while, you know. Um, the microwave takes two minutes. The chalky dessert I had today, mm-hmm. on the back, you look at the instructions. It's like half an hour in the oven or a minute in the microwave. <laughs> And Just like, have it cold. Like, <laughs> no, it's like a, a hot chocolate sponge dessert. I, I actually, genuinely, I do really like those cold. I, um, I, I'm sure they're very nice cold. There's what? that company, um, uh, uh, Goo. 
Yes. Everyone's the everyone's favorite. Um, I feel like they popped in like 06. <laughs> yeah. And they, they do like um, overpriced uh, little potted dessert things. Um, and uh, they um, they have one that you heat up like a chocolate moussey thing. Um, what, the one with, is... the, with the biscuit on the bottom? No, 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 okay. no, no. That was, was the cold one. I was going to say. No, no, no. Okay, yeah. like, it's like, I don't know what you call it. It's like a flom, flom a flombs, a flambe. Um, <laughs> that's not <laughs> correct. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, but they are way better cold than they are warm. I mean, I, I tend to think that about most foods. Like, if you can get it cold, okay. I'm in. Sure. Um, would, you, would you feel the same way about, say... Hmm. An apple crumble. Okay, no, a rhubarb crumble because that's even grosser cold. Okay, I don't really like rhubarb, but I do love apple crumble. How about so like maybe we a, should a bread and butter tomorrow. pudding, like that sort of thing. <laughs> you don't want a cold bread and butter pudding. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's just like eating wet bread. You don't want that. You, it's got to be <laughs> that's warm. What, that's what I'm saying. Um, yeah. And I think I think. But you you don't want a microwave of bread and butter pudding, dear God. Sure, bread and butter pudding is is you know one of the finest. One of the little M and S M and S to give the it little M and S pot dessert. You need to not, not fill it with radiation. So I you think need to, you know heat. radiation. Get out of here. <laughs> Your microwaves. Um, I I think there is definitely a space. And obviously, of course, you can survive without a microwave, but I think the level of convenience that it brings to your life. Talk me, talk me through this one. Mm. Uh, you've got some cold gravy. Okay. What do you do? You put it in a pan, put it on a low heat, stir. Yeah. Yeah. And like, again, works fine. However, yeah, it does. <laughs> what a pain. You now have no. to, it, you know, that's going to take five minutes and mm-hmm. you have to clean up a pan. Mm-hmm. Whereas you take that same bowl that's not, already no, you in. Know what, you know in. what, Lucky? I'm not denying the convenience of a microwave. I'm yeah. saying that in the many years I have not owned one, I haven't noticed I think there's maybe been a few times where I'm like, wish I had a microwave. But I think for the most part. Also, it has probably shifted my diet slightly, you know, like to accommodate for the fact that I can't heat something up in. Probably, yeah. Mm, Yeah, definitely. I mean, okay, this is in the the name, but microwave meals. Yeah. Um, Obviously, very good for a microwave. Uh, And again, (laughs) they take like half an hour in the uh, in the oven. Which, to be honest, is a reasonable amount of time to um, have a meal prepared. They like, taste nicer you, as well. You go, for a micro, you go for a microwave meal to do it in two minutes, so you don't have to do any prep. But, like, put it in the oven for half an hour. That is how long an average dinner will take anyway. Mm. But you just don't have to do anything. Yeah, so you just put sure. it on half an hour earlier. Yeah. But when you're, but when think, you're, when you're coming home from the shops, I think we are on the same page. Um, I think we agree that the microwave is a convenience item. I, let's not even talk. We're on the same page. Let's drop this. <laughs> no. What? I'm saying we're on the same page. <laughs> yeah, and, but it's and, nice to agree, uh, isn't it? Yeah, that's what yeah, I'm so saying. We should enjoy the agreement and talk more about microwaves. <laughs> no, I'm dropping this for the audience. <laughs> well, we don't really have to talk about this week, so... Um, on that note, uh, so this uh. week was meant to be Microsoft Flight Simulator. 
Simulator. <laughs> Microsoft Flight Simulator. Um, and obviously in my naivety, uh, just assumed that I'd be able to run it on my computer, which I, of course, could <laughs> not. Um, <laughs> it came to a grinding halt. Um, and crashed about 14 times. Uh, but here I am on the other side with it now deleted and another day, you know. But that does, you know what it does day. mean is that um, we can talk at least about the <laughs> installation experience um, of Flight Simulator, which to, to me seemed bizarre for a game in 2020. Very sure. strange, very strange choice. I'm sure there is a reason for it. Um, I don't think there is. I mean, so like, from my understanding of, I might, I think I have this number completely wrong, but from my understanding of the way Flight Simulator works, is they're using uh, a version of Bing Maps, um, and like some insane, huge photogrammetry technology, um, and it's literally streaming in most of the environment detail over a server, so you're not downloading that. Um, yeah. That's being streamed. I don't know how much it is. It's some ridiculous figure, like like multiple. It's either we talked about this, didn't we? It's either more than the one that's above terabytes. Petrobyte. It's a pet- petrobyte. I think it's a petrobyte. Um, and there are a few of those, which is a lot of data. <laughs> um, uh, so I would assume it's something oh. to do with that. That the um. The installation it's process a... is bizarre. Petabyte? What did I say? Petra. You said Petra. TikTok goes the uh, It for is a... Oh Petabyte. God. Why doesn't that come up on Google? Um, Bigger than terabyte? It is. It's a, it's a Petrabyte. Nice work, oh, Bardo. Nice. I'm proud of you. Thank you. Um, so... Oh, I assume that's why... There's no R. Petabytes. Yeah. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> um, I assume that's why the installation is horrendous. Um, did you have any problem with it? With the installation? Yeah. Well, I mean, so the installation itself is... Um, it's big. It's You've got to download the launcher. And then mm-hmm. once in launcher, there's like a 90 gig download. Mm-hmm. Um which took me multiple days, uh, especially when it crashes your computer. Yeah, I think that's the problem is that, like, um, the, the problem for anyone that maybe doesn't play games a lot, the reason that having a launcher download the game separate to just, like, your, like, a Steam client or, like, whatever, Microsoft Store, is that um, there isn't really, like, a pause function. Like, you have to f- effectively launch the game to download the game. Um, which means that for people that have like average internet, which is the majority of this country, um, uh, it will take days and you just have to leave the application running. Um, and which, then to, yeah, which is particularly awful when it's an in-game application. Yeah. Uh, so and, I, I mean, I think there are some launches where it's, it's not an issue like the blizzard launcher. Uh, yeah, you could, that's basically just like another Steam in a yeah. sense. You can just minimize it and leave it, and it's like quiet and doesn't take up many resources. Yeah. But to really kick you in the teeth, 
it plays music. <laughs> yeah. The application is playing music and there's no mute button. You have to go into your system settings to like mix out the flight simulator application music. Unbelievable. Which is extraordinary design decision. <laughs> it, it's elevator music for, and obviously when it's a 90 gig thing and the download takes 45 years. Yeah. Uh, it's 45 years of elevator music. Yeah. Um, in the background while you're just trying to like, I don't know, watch some funny videos or play Hearthstone. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <coughs> it, yeah. Come on. It's like sitting in an elevator with your PC. Yeah, it sucks. Basically, for three days. Yep, that's Flight Simulator yeah. for you. That's, um, that th- was your experience of Flight Simulator. Goddamn, the and game looks you- so good, though. You just got in and it was like, no. Yeah, I got in and I was in the plane in first person and the menus kept popping up and disappearing and popping up and disappearing in a sort of very laggy way. Uh, And then I tried to do what it said and it just wasn't having it at all um, and just freezing. And I thought, (laughs) this isn't going to get any better when I'm in the air, (laughs) is what I thought. Mm -hmm. I I assume... um, you like drop the graphics and stuff, right? Oh yeah, the lowest. Yeah. Brutal. Where did you buy? Any, where did you um? Uh, try to take off from. Um, stupidly Heathrow. <laughs> yeah, but um, it chugged for me at Heathrow. It was like, mm. <laughs> but I mean, here's the thing, right? I have so much love for LHR that. Hmm. I, I I wouldn't want to play the game if I'm not taking off from Heathrow, you know. Yeah, honestly, it's it, that's why I would play the game is to fly over Southwest. I mean, you could you could have you could have spawned the plane like above London your house or something. Total. Um, Basically. Oh, can you? Yeah, you can launch it from from the air. Oh, that's interesting. The game is not very good at like telling you any of this stuff, um, but you can do that. Yeah, I had no idea. Um, and actually, I did that. I, 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 because I was gonna go. All right, I'll fly from, um, I'll fly from Heathrow to the Shard, and then sort of follow the trains down, sort of to where I live, um, from London Bridge. And, um, and I got to like London Bridge, and I was like, oh, I have no freaking idea where I'm going. <laughs> so then I, um, uh, I spawned the plane above my postcode, and still didn't couldn't see my house I was like, mm, <laughs> really? which one is mine like i can't even see there's a park near me i was like mm, which <laughs> i can't even figure <laughs> out which park, park it is. is there's like three parks <laughs> nearby and like i don't know i don't know i don't see it from the sky very often i can't sure, tell sure. and there's no like you can't like see the road names because it's not google maps like it's it's just the it's just it'd be great if it was i'm surprised is there not a map function uh that lets you like put in postcodes a, and just like have them as a, I mean, in the plane, you have a GPS, but it's a plane GPS, so it doesn't say road names or, like, even roads. It just sure. shows landscape. Sure, sure. No, a pilot doesn't need to know what's on the floor. That's mm. quite a nice little phrase. You can't even see the goddamn floor when you're in a plane. It's terrifying. It's scary. Um, <laughs> anyway. Anyway. That was... That so that's why we're doing. That's why we're doing a um, fruit, fruit, fruit salad, fruit gummies. We're going to call this one, right? This is a fruit gummy app. Sure. 
Yeah, it's um, it, it's a bit of a it's a sort of collage episode. We're going to just talk Please. about some random games that we've played. Enjoy. What is that? Fifteen minutes in. Please enjoy the episode. Yeah, um, I've I've not actually been playing much this week. So if you want to dive right into, well, I've been playing one thing, which is Halo One and Two, uh, with you. Yeah, we've been playing a bit of Halo, as we said we would on the Halo uh, Three app. Mm-hmm. And um, weirdly, this is spearheaded by you. Mm-hmm. This was uh, my 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 idea. I'm claiming it, and I was like, "Lucky, we should play through one, two, three, Reach, ODST, and four. Um, and then you, I think, pitched the idea of doing it all on Legendary. Sure. Um, which makes it definitely more worthwhile. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and I just wanted to check it out because, like, I've played most of them after three... Um, and I just wanted to see the origin, especially the first one. Like I, I really have no, I had no idea like what the structure of that game was. And I, and I, I think I've said on every time we talked about Halo, how I just don't, I never understand what's going on in the story. So I figure if I start from the start and actually force myself to pay attention, maybe I can pick it up. And, uh, turns out it's pretty straightforward. <laughs> yeah. There's not much to it really. Is <laughs> there's there? not a lot going on. Um, and what there is, is often broken and. A bit nonsensical in itself. I mean, it's, yeah, it's a bit, yeah. It's an, I mean, I, I think, um, uh, actually, I think probably, like, for the times in games, like, it feels like actually quite a original concept for a story. Yeah. Um, the first one. Um, very simple, but I think it actually works pretty well for what it, it is. 2001? Halo? Combat Evolved? No idea, maybe. I think it is. Um, how how's it been for you? You never played Halo One, right? No, I've I've really enjoyed these anniversary editions, um, where it's basically you're playing through Halo One and Two, uh, and you press Tab, and you freely switch between the original game and a fully HD, sexified version of the game, um, and you can do this while playing live. And in Halo Two, you can even do it in the cutscenes which is wicked. Um, mm-hmm. It's super cool. It just, it really works. It's, there's a couple of things that maybe they could have done slightly better, but it's not even worth nitpicking because just in general, it's so effective and yeah, it feels so it's, hot. It's an amazing, it's an amazing, like, I don't know, it feels like an amazing technical achievement mm. um, and such a great way to like keep that, because I feel like, Often games go for like a we're going to remaster it, and you get people that like uh, don't really remember the original that much, so they're very happy to play it, or they just don't really care that much. And so, like the fact that the graphics have actually changed quite a lot, and like the artist intent is changed, is fine. And then you get people. Usually, <laughs> I'm one of those people that get really grumpy because <laughs> it looks. Not only does it look graphically better, which is cool, but like to me, it feels almost impossible not to. Ha- the new artist who's guaranteed going to be someone else to put their own spin on it and to change it in some way. Um, and that always happens and it's like, feels like it's impossible to avoid. So to be able to just actually have the option of not only having both, but having your both, having both at any time in any moment. Um, so depending on your mood, you can play the fancy new um, graphics with lots of lighting and crap going on, or you can just 
go head back to like, what did this game look like in 2001? Which is um, awesome. Um, which is super duper cool. I mean, you've mostly been playing in old, oldie and I've mostly been playing in newie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's amazing that we can both play together and experience it that way. Uh, but super cool. I think every area and every new space I go into, I press tab. Yeah. Cause same. I, it, and it, it's obviously it's nice just being able to have the choice of, do I want you very new and fancy and nice? Or do I want classic? Uh, but like the biggest fun thing is being able to compare mm-hmm. and being like, oh, wow, look what they changed. Oh, that's an interesting choice. Oh, this looks way better and new. Oh, this actually looks better and old. Yeah, it's fascinating. Um, it's really, really interesting to get a sort of, and it also gives you a sort of greater idea of what they choose to change um, and sort of mm. how they go about a process like this because you can see the original and you can see what they've gone for um, so it sort of gives you an idea of what they wanted to do as they were, as you're playing through it yeah um, I think I think the other the other like wrinkle on that is that the um, uh, the the sort of remastered version the sort of fancy version isn't done by Bungie the people that originally made Halo um, so it's like an entirely different team that has gone in and mm. fiddled with it. Who is um, it? I, so I think it was 343, the people that took over the franchise um, before they were fully formed as 343. I think it was like their sort of um, building up people project. This I think was? that's my memory. Surely not, because this came out considerably after Halo 4. Which no, no, no. So, 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 so one, 1 and 2 were remastered in the sense of on Xbox 360 um really yeah yeah these were on 360 wow i'm these three so clueless um i remember it being a big deal when it came out and people being amazed by the graphic switching thing which is especially impressive on a 360 Mm. um 360 mm -hmm. damn so i think someone feel free to come and correct me but i think this is like the stuff they did before they were named 343 and before halo 4 came out um sort of gearing up to halo 4 um, wow. So yeah, it's really it's really eleven. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's mad. To, to see like a completely different team that obviously has a lot of love for the franchise, but obviously also has some other ideas because um, they do change some things. Um, uh, like especially when it comes to like texturing, uh, there's a very different aesthetic to like buildings and stuff um, that they change quite a lot. They definitely go for a more like classic sci-fi feel. Whereas I feel like the original halos actually have a bit more of a definable, like there's a lot of cement, which I really appreciate because <laughs> I love a bit of cement. Sure. Um, uh, in the originals that, that um, the new ones kind of go away from a move to a more like metal sort of glass aesthetic. Yeah. I, I mean like most of one and two are pretty much blocky textures, like sort of, big flat blocky textures um and they really go to town with actually deciding what it is and what's on those flat panels that yeah it's totally up for interpretation for sure Mm. well i had no idea these were so old um (laughs) it's i mean maybe the only slight bummer thing is um in the halo 2 uh, anniversary edition the music Mm. is also totally redone uh, and it sounds way better, in my opinion. Uh, but it's it's something that wouldn't even make me really want to play the old version. Yeah, the 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 mix 
especially like just the mix of everything um is completely redundant and i kind of wish i had a separate button for the music um so i could choose my graphics and i could choose my music on the fly but it's it's both bound to tab um which is a shame because yeah i think i think for the most part like it just sounds so much more full in the new version um than the old one it does it's much better it sounds like you're listening to it through a cup the old one yeah um Here's something you might not have thought about, Louis. Uh, so we are all asking ourselves um, yeah. how much worse Halo 4 was going to be when it was made by 343. But mm-hmm. we didn't ask this question. Hmm. What if it's better than... <laughs> I, I didn't really execute that very well. Uh, <laughs> but that was the <laughs> feel like obnoxious IGN review of Halo 4. Ah. It's always stuck with me. <laughs> That's a big question. What if it's better? But what if it's better? <laughs> um, so, yeah, we're, we're playing that. We're nearly through Halo 2 now. Uh, mm-hmm. And I assume we'll go into 3. Yeah. And then maybe even Reach or I think, yeah, I think, I think we do them all, man. Yeah, whatever order they came out, and I don't remember if ODST or Reach came out. I wonder out when Four's hitting the uh, must Halo be soonish anniversary pack, whatever it is, complete Mega Master Chief Edition. Mm, must be soonish. Chief, Chief. I know what the ladies like. <laughs> hey, anyway. Hey. Uh, Go on then, all right. What else have you been playing, mate? Oh, do you want me to tell you the list and you can pick? Yes. I can't talk about all these games. Okay. Um, so I'll read them all out. <clears throat> so, yeah, we've got Flight Sim and Halo. Then we've got the original Prince of Persia. Uh, we've got Burnout Remastered, Burnout Paradise Remastered, um, Control, Dishonored 2, uh, Warframe, or Crusader Kings 3. Oof. Jeez. Um, it's, big... I would, I should say I haven't, some of these games, these are just games that I've played in the last like month. Maybe I wouldn't say that's been a week of gaming. Okay. Uh, you know what? None of those have actually particularly jumped out at me. Oh. Um, are there any that you would like to talk about? Mm. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I could talk about any of them. I think quite a lot. But none of them, maybe, interestingly. Oh, jeez. Shall I read it again? (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Prince of Persia, Warframe, Burnout Paradise Remastered, uh, Control, Dishonored 2, or Crusader Kings 3? God, Crusader Kings 3. What is this? I'm looking at it now. That looks like a very un-new game. Yeah, it is. Paradox. Mm -hmm. I've only played like an hour and a half of it. Okay, well, let's... Skip that one off. Um, Burnout, I feel like, is an episode that we will do at some point down the line. Mm. Uh, So, I mean, it's the only one that I can chip into, but I don't need to chip in. Um, I don't know. What do you want to talk about? Control? Burnout? I could talk about Control. Sure. Shoot. (laughs) You don't know what control is, right? You you sort of I think I mentioned it once and you were surprised it existed or uh, like I think I I know of it looking at it now. Yeah. 
Um, <laughs> I mean, it's not something that I'm going to play. <laughs> unless you... Oh, well, the screenshot looks kind of cool. Looks it's a very nice looking game. Yeah, it looks nice. Um, yeah, Controls by Remedy. We talked about it on the Max Payne episode because it's by the same people. Okay. Um, uh, I don't, I control like I've, I don't think I've spoken too much about because I don't really know how I feel about it as a whole. Um, I'm playing it again. I played it on PS4, but it ran terribly. And when I got my PC, it was like, uh, they were, Epic was having that big old sale plus like a 10 pound discount. Yeah. So I think I got it for like seven quid. Um, and I was like, sick, I can just like, I can see this game as it was supposed to be. Um, and I finally got around to like booting it up the other day. And the thing about Control is, like, I really want to love it because it's got a lot of things that I really like. Um, I love, like, I'm a big, like, Brutalist architecture fan. And, like, this is the first, like, AAA game that's been, like, let's frickin' go nuts on, like, Brutalism. And, and it's really beautiful, beautifully done. And, like, all the texture work is amazing. Um it's got a pretty intriguing story. Well, the story itself is kind of eh, but the actual world is pretty cool. Um, uh, Third-person uh, adventure shootery game is my kind of vibe, and it's got some like classic like I don't know, like Metroidvania or whatever type stuff going on. <laughs> sure. um, but I just don't enjoy playing it very much. Um, it looks spooky. Um, is it it's too not. spooky? Okay. It's not spooky. Um, there's, like, moments of, like, tension, but that I wouldn't say it's spooky. Oh, gosh. The Guardian game review section. Have you ever delved into I don't, that? I don't think I've ever read a Guardian game review. No, me neither, but they, they've given it four stars. Okay. Um, I'm obviously Sounds about right. not going to read it on air. Um, <laughs> and I'm not even going to read it at all. But, okay. Uh, I just thought it'd be... I just wanted to comment that Guardian do game reviews. I think they have for quite some time. Surely, Must I would. Be. I would. I would love to assume so. I'm sure they do. Um, yeah, I think it's just like um, if anyone has played Control and wants to know why I utterly despise it, um, I think there's something just about you know sometimes just like the balance just doesn't feel right, and you just like. <laughs> Sorry. What? What? I'm uh, looking at. I've gone to their games tab on the Guardian and uh, I'm looking at, they've got a reviews page and they've got one five star game on there. What is it? Slay the Spire. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that made me laugh. I mean, it sounds like you're not listening, Lucky. Uh, I wasn't listening when you were talking then, though, <laughs> but I'm listening now. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Um, you know how sometimes just like something about the balance of a game just doesn't feel right to you um just like you feel like you're dying too much or like i don't know i i I don't think i'm bad at the game but it just feels like there are some like unfair decisions made with the way it's balanced the checkpointing is really bad and i don't find the actual shooting that fun and like I just feel like the game wants me to be like this sort of sort of levitating superhero lady that's like running around, but actually the the way to survive is to like hide behind a wall and pop out and shoot. Sure. Um I I mean looking at the screenshots, uh that game definitely shouldn't be too hard. 
from what yeah, I've seen, I'd... it looks like a story-driven game that should be. Yeah. I don't think it's, like, punishing. It's not punishing or anything. It's just, like, it's one of those games where it's just, like, I shouldn't really die. <laughs> like, I just don't want to die in this game. Um, have a little, little bit of challenge here and there, but I just don't want to die. And, uh, yeah, and it does that, like, crack. It's, like, old-school checkpointing, but, like, not interestingly done. It's not like a Dark Souls. It's just, like, uh, there was, like, a li- like a basically a version of a bonfire, and now you have to run back to the boss through this like confusing map uh but there's nothing to do between there and there it's just walking for f- two minutes right. which just feels like such a waste of time right anyway anyway controls very very cool i just wish i loved it more that i'm gonna force sense. myself to play through it so i can play the dlc yeah um fair enough fair enough i mean you you love your concrete you've said it already and that I game do looks love like concrete. It, it looks like yeah i love concrete's great isn't it isn't it? It's really great. Um, I think maybe, like, like I, I don't mind brutalist architecture and stuff. Um, but just, like, as a material up close <laughs> and to touch, it's awesome. It's very cool. Concrete. Like, have you seen some of those concrete kitchens? Uh, great. I love I concrete know. kitchens. You see it sometimes on, um, you know, on like a Grand Designs. Sure. I, I, I'm sure I, I have, but like not really clocked it as such. Yeah. It's very, very cool material. Yeah. Um, it can just, it can be anything. That's the thing about concrete. Sure, yeah. <laughs> Do whatever that. you want with it. True Most that. people it's, just make it into squares with holes in them, but um, I'm down with that. I mean, that's one of the coolest things is when it like... You know, like the national, uh, well, I mean, like so many things, but when they build it using uh, wood mm-hmm. and then it's got wood imprint on it, mm. wood texture, that's very cool. Um, you know, the, the Barbican, mm-hmm. the, um, the, the, one of the, the classic British brutalist buildings, um, the, um, I once did a architecture tour there. They were doing like little, like half hour walk arounds where a lady would like talk to you about the history of the building, um, which was interesting. And uh, the one of the things she she said was um, so for anyone that doesn't know, um, the Barbican is it's like a it's an art space and uh, also a living space um, uh, in London. And um, what was I going to say? <laughs> I and don't know, dude. So, so they so they built the sort of um, the. Uh, gallery space um as they were as they'd already built the housing around it um and the thing about the cement throughout a lot of the barbican is it's got this sort of like chipped away effect the sort of dappled effect um it's not smooth it's 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 um sort of crunchy and they the way they chose to do it was they put the cement up in these big long stretches and then they um, hammered and drilled at it to get the chips in. Wow. So they didn't do it before they put it up. So you had guys like hanging off the walls, chipping in. Oh, my God. That would have taken forever. <laughs> and they chose to do this after people had already moved in to the residential area. Oh. It's... And it was like. But the whole it was thing's like... like. Not just like just the general texture of the concrete. Yeah, just the, all, all the concrete, all the concrete. Yeah. Like it's general texture. Because that, that would have taken, like, 
a million yeah, it's years. It's hand chipped. That would have taken a million, million, With, million like, pneumatic years. drills or whatever. Yeah, so I don't know how I'm many sure months they, they were just tools. literally, like, oh my God. <laughs> drilling at these walls around the apartments. But that's, that's pretty funny. good. I mean, it was, it, well, it was, it was, um, it was all put up post-war, wasn't it? Because that whole area was just flattened during yeah. the war. And then yeah. uh, they wanted to make, like, one super mega, all-encompassing happy space. Mm-hmm. Um, where you felt safe. Uh, which yeah. is pretty much why it's a fortress. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it is it is a very cool place. Have you been to uh, Ollie's new place yet? No, I haven't. I haven't made it. It's like a mini Barbican in there. It's it's actually mad. Wow, that sounds excellent. Yeah, it's it's actually mad. You should come down and uh, we'll hang out there because it's really a very very cool space. It's a very cool space. It's got water. It's got big chunky buildings, big columns, mm. bridges. Very similar. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's actually I've got to see this place. I, honestly, I went and I was like, what the, <laughs> this is way better than <laughs> anywhere I've ever been. Wow. Um, I'm jealous. Anyway. <laughs> uh, are there any, any other games you want to talk about? I mean, I could talk about Slay the Spire for another hot 30 seconds. If you want to do that, dude, I'm all this. Um, I've played a lot more. I think, you know, that was last week when I was playing it a lot. Um, mm. But I've, I've pretty much done everything I want to do in it. Um, and and how much of that is... Uh, you say you've done everything you wanted to do. How much more left is there to do? Uh, do, you, do you even know? Why, even I, know? Think, I think I do. Um, so... For anyone who has an idea uh, or who's played it, I've basically got to the point where I've completed the run with the three main characters with completing the relic. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe maybe there's more, but it's it, I think that's like a top ten percent achievement sort of thing. Um, so I think that's I think that's about you know where where. I don't think there's any more. Um, but there's also, like, the Ascension stuff, which doesn't really interest me, um, which is just making the game harder every run. Mm. Um, so you, if you really like the game, um, you can do Ascension runs where every level, an aspect of the game gets harder, and you can try mm-hmm. and complete a run and keep pushing up the levels. Mm. But playing this game more, um, I do think it's very good. Yeah, uh, I think because you, you were know, a little, you were a little like what ten percent sour on it for the app. I can't even remember. Um, I think you just you felt like it I didn't have more. these. Yeah, you didn't have like the staying power of like a binding of Isaac and like it doesn't. It doesn't. It feels a bit slow at the beginning. Mind. I think was another main comment of yours. Well, uh, yes, that is definitely true, um, and I still feel that way. However, I think maybe it's been curbed slightly by the learning curve. Mm. Um, and maybe that would be extended even more if I kept playing it, uh, because, you know, like once you get an idea of what decks work and like what's very effective, um, you can sort of build into these things, but, uh, no, it's, it definitely doesn't have the staying power of Isaac, but that's purely Mm -hmm. because it doesn't have as much content, Mm -hmm. but it's good. I think it's really well done. I think the cards are awesome. Um, 
once you beat the runs with the relic for each character, you can unlock all the beta art for all the cards. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's all like shitty MS Paint stuff. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, which is which is fun to look at. Um, yeah. Nice. That's, I'm I'm glad to close it out because I played a lot of that game, uh, and I'm happy to give a sort of catch up mini review. We should have little like um, I don't know. Every once in a while, if we've like continued to play a game, we should have a little like um, bonus bits on the end of an app where we just like. Now I've played 30 hours of blah, 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 and just, like, just, you know, share our final thoughts on something. Yeah. Especially absolutely. if it's, like, changed. Which I think is definitely uh, a thing. Uh, I think if we do, like, interview podcasts going forwards, mm-hmm. um, you know, which have been in the mix for about, again, 400 years, um, I think maybe we should just have to play the whole game. Mm. <laughs> Let's talk about this. <laughs> oh, <laughs> sure. Sure. Interesting idea, Loki. Let's talk about this later. <laughs> all right. All right. Hey, just while, just while, we're, while we're on the topic. Yeah, no. I've, I've written it down. Don't you worry. It's in my notebook. All good. I'm sure it is. <laughs> all right. Any, uh, we're 40 minutes in. Let's go for let's go the full hour. Let's do it. <laughs> if you want, um, what no, have you I got for me to. then? Oh, bring it on! I, I'll talk. I'll talk about one more game. Okay, shoot. I'm going to talk about Prince of Persia. Okay. Um, uh, I I I've like, gone back and forth on whether or not I want to make you play this for three HR. Um, and I think I'm just. I guess by doing this now, I'm just going to nip that in the bud. Um. Because, you know, who who needs it? You've never played it, which blows my mind, right? You told me that recently. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure I why just, that blows your mind. I just, I don't know. I think I think because I relate this game so strongly to, like, the reason that I spent my youth jumping off things um, oh, and climbing really? things, um, I just, I think I just assumed that you also jumped off things as, a, as an 11-year-old, therefore... He played Prince of Persia. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, Prince of Persia. Um, I actually did a little uh, walk cycle of um, of the Prince, uh, which you can find on our Instagram or our Tumblr um, that I'll talk about at the end of the show. But um, uh, I played it again just because I wanted to like double check it. I bought it on Steam for like a couple quid, and of course, doesn't really work because. It's an old game and Ubisoft doesn't support it. So trying to get it to work was a pain and it was significantly easier to just emulate. So I stole it instead. <laughs> um, uh, and also, like, Dolphin is such an amazing emulator because you can play it in widescreen and at 180p, even though the game was neither of those things. Um, and it works immediately out the box when I plug that's a controller in. Um, that's, that's, that is, sorry to interrupt. But uh, that is something that I think is so funny about some of these illegal services. It's that they're just so much better. It's um, wild. Than, I, mean, I, I was telling you, I, I think I told you this at least, um, that I'm I'm now paying for an illegal <laughs> anime streaming uh, service. Oh, really? You didn't y- tell me this? Yeah. That's um, so funny. Yeah. So I... I um, <laughs> 
<laughs> wanted to catch up on some old animes that I never finished from forever ago. And uh, that means we, Lockheed, by saying this, this means that we can never get Crunchyroll to sponsor the podcast. I would, I would love if. Um, <laughs> Only because they'd give you a free subscription. <laughs> yes. But I tell you what, I don't think their service is as good as this one. Because I've never is... actually been on Crunchyroll. Is it any good? Have you used it? No one's going to back. back uh, I have. Uh, they don't have dubbed anime, I don't believe. And Do I you mean it's, it's all subs? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's interesting. I would have yeah. thought they would include both, like, all the time. Yeah. I don't think they do. I'm pretty sure like 90% of their stuff is only subs. Uh, and I think the appeal of it is that it's legal and they release content pretty much as soon as it's out. They release it like an hour later than it's out in Japan. Um, That's nice. But, but this service just has literally everything subbed and dubbed. and it's But, but it's so funny paying for a subscription to like... <laughs> stream that is wild isn't that wild yeah that is not something i would do (laughs) i would not feel comfortable doing that yeah well i mean it was um they they inhibited the restricted service during the start of lockdown Mm -hmm. uh because of you know huge traffic as you could imagine um so they're like okay you have to pay for premium now if you want to use this Right. Uh, and I've been using it, but it's it's just a great service. It's honestly a very good service. <laughs> so I've just that's kept wild. kept paying for it. I mean, that's not going to last, right? That if as soon as you start charging for people, that's when like the actual companies come in and like shut you down. Surely, I assume so. Who knows? But I mean, wild. You know, you know, it works because. The product is good. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't, I don't know how easy it is for companies to shut down this sort of thing. Mm. I'm not a uh, content lawyer. I'm wondering when I'm going to start feeling comfortable um, emulating like PS3 games. Because <laughs> currently, currently I'm comfortable with emulating PS2 and GameCube games. That's my sort of upper limit. Those games feel old enough and hard hard enough to procure that um, I'm happy to do that. And most of the time I look for, like, if they have a version of it on Steam, I'll look if they have it. Um, uh, and they often don't, which means I get it for free. Um, That's good. Um, but, yeah, I'm wondering when I'm going to finally be like, yeah, I think I'm comfortable downloading an emulator. I don't even know if there are, are good, good ones? PS3 emulators. Do you have a working PS3? Uh, do I have a work? I think I do in storage. Okay. Because, I mean, like, it's really... Honestly, you might as well just whip out a PS3 and buy the games off eBay. Yeah. Um, because Except I mean, they've it, got a freaking... Ugh, I don't want to turn on a PS3. <laughs> No, I like that. I'm not there. Yet. I'm not. I'm not there. At the emulating PS. I think it's probably like halfway through PS5 life where I'm like, yeah, I'm ready to play Assassin's Creed. Brother. Well, that's the thing. I guess that's the thing. Maybe maybe it'll never happen. Maybe it'll never happen because most games 
that are on PS3 and 360 are on PC. Like, so maybe that yeah. that and digital ones that aren't have been remastered as well. A lot. Of yeah, that that digital shift means that these games are mostly available. Sometimes with a little work, but mostly available to play if you pay for it. So maybe but I'll never ex- get to that point. Exclusives. I mean, I'm sure you'd like to play the original Infamous on this podcast. Yeah, there are a couple of like exclusive PlayStation games that um, uh, are kind of hard to sort of get hold of now because they're exclusive. Um, God, yeah, I remember Infamous. I remember yeah. that game sometimes. Well, it was your favorite. It I was, was so excited about that game. Do you, I, do, I, do you know how much I have, like, very distinct memories of walking down your street and you, like, explaining Infamous to me and just how <laughs> it was, like, the best thing ever? Was that before I played it? I think it might have been before you played it. Yeah. yeah. I think, I, I think after I played it, I was like, oh, this is great. <laughs> but I think the, the penny dropped. It was like... it. Um, Infamous, not to gob. Infamous was like one of those games of like, it was one of the first times that I had entered the sort of um, hype space of video games. I think that sure. was around the time that I discovered like. I think uh, it was the first. It might have been the first. Um, so it was like, that's when I started reading like gaming sites like um, IGN or like big popular gaming sites and stuff. Um, uh, yeah. And I think Infamous might have been the first one. So that was my first experience of like pre-hype um, games coming out soon. Blah, blah, blah. Getting stuff. into Daily Fix. Yeah. God, let's get Jessica Chobot on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, we totally should. I wonder what um, she does. <laughs> well, we saw her recently. Um, did we? Hosting... Oh, oh, I did. What was she hosting? Jess Chobes. It was something really bizarre. I think she went into, like, making games. I remember her writing a game. Jessica Chobot. I saw her recently-ish hosting something that I didn't expect her to be hosting. Um, Was it something that wasn't even about video games? Uh, She's a host of something on the Discovery Channel. Maybe, okay. that, maybe that was it. <laughs> You're watching the Discovery Channel. Were you watching Expedition X? I'm not sure, was it? <laughs> I, I think it wasn't a. I think it wasn't a video game thing though. What I was watching, and yeah. I think I was like, "Huh, the Discovery Channel." <laughs> Is that Jessica Chobot? I mean, I did a job at the Discovery Channel, um, so maybe it was then actually. I think it actually could have been it. <laughs> what was the show called? Expedition X. X. No idea what it is. I'm just on her Twitter looking at her bio. Um, oh, God. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> it definitely wasn't this. Um, Do you remember when she was in Mass Effect 3? No. Gosh, that was so weird. She played like a reporter in Mass Effect 3. I was watching someone play Mass Effect 3 recently and she popped up and I was like, oh yeah, I remember this weird. She plays like Daily Fix reporter but in Mass Effect 3. 3. Oh, 3. Yeah, it is 3. God, that's so funny. And she's recording what? Like literally a... Wow. Yeah, I think you can get her on your ship or something. Oh, that is awesome. 
Oh, she also hosts or did host BattleBots, which I think is um, <gasps> is that America's version of uh, whatever mm. the hell I used to watch as a kid. Robot Wars. Yes, Craig Charles. Yeah. Yeah, Craig I Charles went. I went to also a, on uh, Robot Wars. I had a birthday party at Robot Wars. Really? Yeah. Wow. I think That's we left out. like I think we left like halfway through. It was long. <laughs> it was really long, wasn't it? I just I think I just remember being quite bored. And it was your own birthday. And you just yeah. Thought, that sucks. <laughs> classic, classic me. Wow. That's hilarious. Yeah. We did that's get t shirts though. That's so funny. Um did you get a big foam finger that said in the pit, in the pit. In I don't remember. Pit. All it? I really remember is uh, my friend James with his uh, sort of light blue. Big fat um, finger that said in the <laughs> T-shirt in the with the, what was the main one called? Not Matilda. It was the big guy. What was so the big kill guy? kill a lot. Is that the big, big guy? It's a kill a lot. No, that wasn't the big guy. So kill a lot was the one was like a blade or something. Uh, I'm looking up. So, so kill a lot was absolutely huge. Maybe it was him. Sakil a lot. Look at the size of him. In that yeah, side, it was Sakil a lot in the, the house robot. God, look at that bad boy. I had it's, a um, oh, I had a Robot Wars game on my PS2. I should I should dig out the emulation oh, geez, for that. Let's play it was, that. It was so bad. I remember as a kid just thinking like, mm, I don't understand. Usually as a kid, if you just don't understand how to play it, it's either way too hard for you because you're too young, or it's straight up just a really bad video game. Yeah. Um, and it was a bad video game for sure. Wow. What is this? What? Robot Wars Sakilot released a single and the cover is incredible. <laughs> oh my. Do you want to know what the song's called? Um, I'll give yes. you uh, is it a- a actually anything <laughs> that your heart could desire if you can guess this title because you would never guess it in a million years. Is it a pun? No. Okay, then I'm out. I'll give you a clue. It's a kill a lot versus blank. So kill a lot versus blank. Uh, okay, I got this. So kill a lot versus dizzy rascal. <laughs> uh, close. It is a person. Uh, yeah. but it's not dizzy rascal. What? It's the uh, lesser known. So kill a lot versus Robo Babe. Oh, I got to check out Robo Babe. <laughs> Robo babe. Robo babe. Oh my god, she's she's smoking. I'm getting I'm getting Robo Babe from Wayne's World here. Ooh. Which is apparently a quote he says. Oh, Robo Babe is a straight up woman. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. Oh, there it is. Good music. It's a kill of a V Robo Babe. Um, and what is it? The title song is <laughs> Ro- Robot Wars Brackets Android Love. <laughs> She's a babe. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, That's so God, good. that is just the most difficult thing of all time. Yep. Death robot. Male. Sexy lady. Robot. In like a metal corset. <laughs> it's a metal... Anyway, yeah, Prince of Persia is fine. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny.
I like that yeah. his clothes fall off. Prince of Persia? Yeah, I remember as a kid. I remember as a kid being like, I never finished that game by any stretch as a kid. Um, but I think I got to the part where like his left sleeve fell off. Um, so basically like throughout the, whatever it is, 10 hours of gameplay, they sort of swap out his model maybe four times, um, with less and less clothes to imply that he's, you know, having a rough time. His clothes are all sort of getting broken up. Right. Okay. <laughs> but the best one is like in my mind, cause I had never seen the sort of the apex of this when he becomes the character, like on the front, which is like a shirtless man with like scratches on his body and stuff. Um, in my mind, he, like, yeah, I don't know, um, the shirt got, like, shredded off him or, like, ripped off in battle. <laughs> and, like, actually what happens is he kind of falls down a well and then he gets up and then <laughs> it, like, pans behind a wooden panel and he just straight up rips the shirt off and throws it away. <laughs> it's like, okay, I guess now you're topless. <laughs> very strange. That is an odd choice. Yeah. But at the time, very cool. Hey, maybe it got dirty. In the uh, yeah, we'll never know. In the sewer, or we'll never you know. Were. How old are sewers? Excuse me. They're very old, aren't they? How old are sewers? Our sewer systems. When were the? How oldest? old is the London sewer system? It. That's one of the oldest modern sewers. That's what I'm thinking. Um, this this will answer your question. Well, we've we've, but I just mean like sewer systems in general. You mean as in conceptually? And in practice, <laughs> not necessarily citywide. Um, but as, are you asking in every household? But when was the first uh, city to have a sewer system? Yeah, because that, like, that would be a really, earliest. really long time ago. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I'm wondering. I would like, assume uh, like ancient Egypt have. Yeah, I would assume some Egyptians. Some sort. I mean, well, there there was no flowing water. I mean, they got Greeks. their flowing waters from like waterways, didn't they? Or from rivers and stuff. Well, you had the so you had the in, not you had the boys, the, the big boys. What do you call those big boys with the arches? Aqueducts. Yep. Yeah, you know, sometimes they're, they're Roman though. Yeah, aqueducts are Roman. I think it is. I would say I think one of the most stressful things about doing a podcast is that when I'm talking about video games, it's fine because like I'm pretty confident with my video game knowledge. I don't know everything, obviously, by any stretch, but like. Whatever, I play a lot of games, I can talk about it. But as soon as we slightly veer off and and we start talking about sewers, it's like, God, if I don't know, like, if I say aqueduct and that's not an aqueduct, this is going to feel really bad. Like, someone's going to be on the other end of this being like, this twat. Do people don't know. come to this podcast? I know, but everyone, knowledge. everyone, myself included, is immediately... A correctionist, at least in their head. Of course. Hey, if we make a, mil a million mistakes, just let it be. <laughs> just, just leave us. <laughs> just let it slide. Just let it slide. Uh, no, some <laughs> some of the aqueducts are amazing. Uh huh. Um, I'm but still thinking that, about Robo, babe. But that's but that's Roman. That's Roman, babe. Aqueduct. <laughs> Robo, babe. Um, I wonder if there's like a a uh, battle bot slash. Robot Wars in every country. Flash animation? What? Uh, flash animation of those two things. Robot Wars versus Battle Bops versus Bamzuki. <laughs> Excuse me? 
<laughs> Do you ever watch Bam Zuki? Uh, Bam Zuki. Mm. Oh, wow. No, I did not. Yeah. Was this like a 3D... They like 3D modeled robots to do... To fight and to do tasks do and stuff. tasks. Yeah. They weren't... They didn't like... No, it was it was like superimposed. Oh, they, they what a terrible like idea! A digital uh, <laughs> digital oh. robot play a game and they'll be cheering it on. Oh, we were really at that you know an awkward period, weren't we? God, did I, you I, see? Really, this was a bit after us. Did you see? Um, started in 04, though. That um, you see all the Mario announcements the other day. Uh, most of them. Did you see the Mario Kart live thing? Mm-hmm. I'm obsessed. Really? Like, I'm never buying that, but, like... Uh, no. 11-year-old me would have absolutely destroyed that. Holy crap. Yeah. That, that's a big old birthday present, though. Yeah, but, like, like just, like... Yeah, it's really expensive. Um, Just, like, man... The, the stuff you get these days. And, like, the Mario Lego as well. Ah, whatever. The the, 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 the frickin' toy car, man. That's the one I want. No, but the the Mario Lego with, like, the microchips the, in it? The NES thing? No. That's amazing. Did you see that? Yes. Yeah. Um, I, <laughs> I not... brought it up. <laughs> Did you? No, I brought it I, up. I said the NES thing. Oh, Right, but I didn't know if you just heard about it or actually, like, looked into it. I see. Um, yeah, no, like, and I, 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 don't, I don't want this stuff. Um, no, sure. The thing is, there's just nowhere to put this sort of stuff these days, you know? Like, as an adult or as a child? Either. I mean, as a child, it doesn't matter. That's, that's for you your don't parents care. to deal with. Yeah, exactly. You just want the thing. <laughs> yeah. And you can just put it in a big box. Um, but like, yeah. You're also only going to play with it like twice. <laughs> Let's be real. Like that Mario Kart thing is amazing, but you're not going to play with that more than like a day, and you'll probably destroy it in a day, and then you're done. It looks fairly hardy. I don't oh, know if looks... there's tracks going downstairs and stuff. It looks good. Pretty cool. Can you then put it into? I haven't actually like. I'm not sure I understand the gameplay con content of it it's oh is well it... let me let me lay it all out for you lucky right okay what are we at right an we're at an hour all right let me finish let me finish this up with a little explanation of mario kart live right i think it's called mario kart live um uh so for anyone that hasn't seen this thing this is going to be hard, hard to describe actually so imagine you've got a toy car with a camera on it and what the camera sees goes onto your nintendo switch so you get a, basically a first-person view inside the toy car, um, the remote control car that you drive from your Switch with the, as the controller. However, okay. on the Switch screen, you get um, sort of a sort of AR, uh, an augmented reality sort of representation of a track, yep. which you can draw yourself by driving the car around. Right. So you sort of draw this track by doing a lap of it. Um, so you could have any configuration you want, it looks like. And then... You can race it, but the races are digital AI, and they're only on screen. Yeah. 
Um, but you and you can't. But you, there's no. You can't like take that track and import it into actual uh, Mario Kart. I, uh, I don't. Why would you want to do that? Why? That's the only reason why you would want to do that. What are you talking about? You want, to race the rem- you want to race the remote control car around your living room. No, I don't. Otherwise, you just play Mario Kart. I just want to play Mario Kart on oh, well, the TV play Mario Kart. on my floor. <laughs> that sounds terrible. I don't know what I don't know what the value of that is. It'd be amazing playing like mean? actual fun content gameplay within oh, your own living room. I but mean, whenever the- you're driving a remote control car, like it's not going to have the the physics of Mario Kart is going to feel terrible. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's why you I'm saying... You can't drift in a remote control car. Exactly. That's why I want to take the track that you make on the car and import it into Mario Kart. But then why don't you just release, like, a track editor for Mario Kart? Because you still require, like, a filmed space. What do you mean? How do you I think people guess... make levels? <laughs> I'm just trying to think how this... I don't know. Anyway. You've ruined it, Lucky. <laughs> Maybe You've I have. You've absolutely ruined it. Maybe I have. Maybe I haven't. And then the other thing that I haven't even mentioned is you can have another player with their own RC car. <laughs> right? Their own RC car. And so that's why that's another 100 quid, right? You've got 200 quid, you've got two RC cars and two copies of the game. Excellent. So so now you've Both got Mario. Luigi and, and Mario. No, you've got a Luigi. You've okay. got a Luigi and Mario. Um, and you have AI races, but you also can race against the other player. And when you throw a digital red shell at them, it stops the RC car. So it stops moving. Oh, wow. Oh, wow, wow. Oh, we were. Dude, this is going to be like Labo. Sure. I think Labo's sick as well. <laughs> I don't want it. I can't. I want to spend money on it. <laughs> Kids are going to play with it for two minutes and throw it away. But Look, we, we need a sponsorship from Crunchyroll so that we can buy Labo for Switch. <laughs> I think, I imagine you could probably get Labo like ridiculously cheap these days. Well, I'm not sure. Did they print a Actually, lot of it that is, stuff? It is I a Nintendo product. So. It probably won't have dropped its price at all. Especially, I mean, on the shelves, I'm sure it won't have. Secondhand? Ooh, you don't want a secondhand Labo. The whole point is making it. That's the only fun part of it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it is a terrible idea. It's a great idea. I think Where are you going great. to put all of this stuff? It's a great shop window idea. And that's all it has to be to sell it's to children. It's a terrible in-home idea where children are playing with it nonstop. And they're just going to smash it up in like two seconds. I think that's all children's stuff. Yeah, exactly. Is this what's our longest episode? I have no idea. Um, I actually think I do know. I think it was our top fifty games. Oh yeah. Um. And that was long. <laughs> that was really a very long boy. I wonder what percentage of people. I mean, I'm sure we can find these stats out. Um, but what percentage of people got to the end of that? Probably. About 98, I reckon. <laughs> um, Very engaging episode. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was an hour 28. Oh, uh, nice. So we still got <laughs> 22 minutes clearance. Well, I still got opinions about Prince of Persia if you want to hear them. Uh, absolutely. 
I do. Oh, really? I, I was expecting a no. I was setting that up for a strong no. I do not want to hear about that stuff. Okay. Um, cool. Shall we wrap up? I think so. By any chance, Lockie, did you move away from your microphone? Uh, when? Just like in the last five minutes. I don't think so. Weird. You sound, you, you got quieter recently, but that's uh, fine. I could have. I uh, very well may not have been paying attention. Anyway, um, yeah, let's wrap up. Lockie, why don't you walk us out of here? Um, oh, no, I need to tell you what you're playing, but you know already. Uh, I know what we're doing. I don't know what I'm playing. Um, okay. That's interesting, because my first clue is we have talked about it already. Oh, okay. Is it Ooblets? Yeah. Ooblets. Cool. Um, we're going to do another guest pod with um, uh, Grace. <laughs> For anyone who doesn't know who Grace is, uh, go listen to the Animal Crossing uh, episode. Now... Several months wow. ago. That all was the beginning. A, that wasn't the episode we did with her, was it? Yeah, it was Animal Crossing. Wow. All That's those mad. months ago. Isn't that the beginning mad. of quarantine? It's yeah. wild. God, that game was a real pick me up in a time of it feels it fe- that feels like maybe a year ago we it did that. Nearly was well, it was half a year ago. It's uh, a yeah. But yep. My oh my Anyway, um, so we're going to do Ooblets. Uh, Grace wants to talk about it. She's been playing it. Cool. So this is kind of, in a way, this is like her recommendation. So this is like a true 3HR rec. I haven't played it yet. You you haven't played it? I haven't played it. I know oh, that a lot about it. I've seen her play it, and I did kind of recommend it to her in the first place. But <laughs> sure, I actually haven't played it myself. Cool. All right. Well, I'm looking forward to it, and I'm looking forward to a uh, having a guest on. Me too. So, uh, Grace, if you're listening to this now and ten minutes in, uh, she had no she's doubt will listen to an episode of the show. Which I have no doubt she will be. <laughs> um, I appreciate it for one, and talk to you next. Yeah, thanks, week. Grace. Uh, what, tell what her else? there's a tell her I left a secret message. Okay, and that she has to know the code for next week's episode if she wants to uh, reply to the secret message. So the secret message is. Um, I'm going to say when the wind blows from the eastern forest and then she has to reply with the tropical birds sing louder. You just come up with that on the spot, Lucky. Yes. Wow. I don't know if you can tell. Um... Great. I'll tell okay. her that at some point in the podcast, I won't tell her when. <laughs> what did at I some say? Point, when, uh, let me write I this down said, so I don't have to re-listen to this. Uh, when the tropical birds well, no, when fly the high Easter- at night. No, I said when the eastern... The crocodiles make their way home. I think that was wins. what you said. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. All right. Well, I know roughly when it is, so you'll I will listen. Lucky, now you'll have to listen to the podcast. I know. <laughs> I know at least I have the timestamp. That's true. <laughs> One hour only nine. <laughs> okay. Uh, tell her that there's a secret code in... What, and what does she get if she gets the code? Aside from your admiration? It's, it, that's not how it works. This isn't like a reward. This isn't some sort of game show. So then what's the point of her listening? It's just like what you do. 
you know? No. It's um, it's just being in the loop, you know? Hey, that's all you got to tell her. If she wants to follow up, it's up to her. But just tell her that I'm going to have a secret code <laughs> and there is a correct answer. And, you know, it's in the podcast if she wants to find out what that answer is. That's up to her if she does it, but it will be it will be on next next week's test. Not test. <laughs> it sounds like it's a test. Well, it's a test it's, of sorts. It sounds like it's a test with no reward. Which I'm gonna be honest, you're not really selling it. Hey, it's it's fine. If she doesn't want to do it, all good. Uh, but it's out there. <laughs> okay. Okay. Now you're sounding pretty passive aggressive about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really not. <laughs> um, Lucky, can you get us out of here? Mm. Um, for anyone who's made it to one hour twelve, well legend. done. Um, top work. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, this has been a sort of mashup fruit salad episode of Time Play Three HR. Um, yeah, check us out on Instagram and Twitter. Louis's been tweeting like a madman, and I'm a, uh, I actually haven't. Posting Insta like a madman. Um, mm-hmm. For people who might have seen, he got featured in a couple of articles recently. Um, yeah. About the posts he makes on Tumblr for the walk cycles. They're very nice and you can check them all out. Uh, so, hey, go to the source, go to Kotaku, or you're a gamer, um, or just <laughs> go Italian. to our <laughs> Instagram. Um, also, <laughs> We have an email, timeplay3hr at gmail.com. Hit us up. Uh, And, yeah, that's about it. This podcast normally goes up on Monday. Mm -hmm. Um, Keep it real. Mm -hmm. Hope you guys are having a good time. Mm -hmm. Um, And remember, when the the Eastern wind... Did you write it? No, you don't know what it is. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I'll have to go back and listen. Something about forests. I think there was trees and forests. Uh, yeah. Um, but that's okay. not enough, is it? No. All right, Lucky, uh, I'm going to cool. go now. Me too. See you later. Bye.